You're listening to the Legion of Reason. You know, we have to do the Alt-Med into, you know, the incursion of Alt-Med into the public health system along with, well, it goes along with that is that uh, McMaster University research into no-sodes. I don't, I don't know if we want to do the blessed be the dogs one where this doing a whole, you know, blessing the dogs at some cathedral somewhere here in the city. Uh, of course, I think we do want to do the chess, the chess one. Um, yeah. I, I do want to talk about this Catholic hospital and assisted dying that happened in Vancouver because I have some inside information on that that is pretty important. Uh, I don't know if we well, we can just talk, you know, one of the most shared stories from the Facebook page is this whole Polish Catholic bishops thing that are they're, where they're trying to get abortion outlawed in Poland. Um, bastards. Yeah. Oh, uh, the regressive left files we have. Oh, yeah, cultural appropriation and music videos. The Russians apparently are upset. Sanism. Sane, I mean, that's, that's a thing. Uh, attach ism to anything and you've got an SJW term. Uh, the uh, school that had to shut down its uh, rendering of the uh, opera Aida because uh, there were no people of color available to, for it. <laughs> yeah. Probably what was an all-white school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Duke University thing. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. That That is just... Yeah, that's, that's a lot of a lot of shit. Like man retraining. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 totally Orwellian. Uh, it's it's all about you know. It's one thing if it's a scholarly thing and people are looking at the you know uh, certain aspects of what we consider to be masculine, you know, in the social science of how we study it, that kind of thing. No, this is not nothing to do with that. This is some safe space where you can sit down and contemplate your own masculinity. My goodness, that's just well. And like I said, they, you know, there's then there's kind of like, oh crap, I'm getting really bad feedback again. Okay, it's gone. Um, there have been these um, kind of men's groups, uh, you know, um, since I think around the 80s. There was a book called Iron John by, or Iron Man or something by, I can't remember, but I studied it in one of my classes many, many years ago. And uh, it was part of the curriculum, obviously. And, it, you know, it talked about masculinity and stuff. And then there was this kind of emergence of these men's groups and they would go off and do freaking sweat lodges and this kind of stuff. Oh, right? yeah, they're really sad. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. What's up? They're really sad stuff. Yeah, you know, so. Like, oh, cringy stuff. <laughs> whatever. But, you know, at least it was. And, you know, I know it says here on the website or whatever that it's men, you know, delivering this to men. But, you know, the theoretical construct from where it's coming from and it's shaming and guilting men as opposed Absolutely. to. At least, you know, when they're doing the sweat lodge bullshit, at least they're kind of, you know, actual. Okay. Well, let's let's just know. rewind this I, a little I gotta, bit. Let's rewind this a little bit because probably a lot of people don't know what we're talking about. Now, this this comes from, uh, uh, okay, now, I should have, I, I am uh, apologizing uh, in advance for this because I should have looked at the source and thought, hmm, maybe we shouldn't actually be trusting it. But uh, it's from Fox News US. Of course, you know, Fox News should have been the <laughs> cue to check this out but anyway uh duke offers men a quote safe space unquote to contemplate their quote toxic masculinity unquote uh okay it's very tongue-in-cheek oh yeah it's uh, it's cringy uh so yeah well when you go to the website it's not quite so whatever but it is put on by the women yeah it's put on yeah it's the duke men's project right they launched it this month and it's hosted by the campus women's center and it's a nine-week program for male identified students what the hell male identified nine weeks what the hell 
Okay. Male student. Well, you know what? I appreciate that because right. they're transgendered, um, you know, female to male, and they should be included sure. too. And they, I don't like this. Don't uh, they consider themselves you know, to be? If they want to take it. Do do not trans yeah. trans women that go transition from women to men don't they consider themselves to be male? Yeah. Okay. Just say male students. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so that discusses. <clears throat> Male privilege, the patriarchy, the language of dominance, rape culture, pornography, machismo, <laughs> amongst other things. Um, holy shit. Uh, to me, the, okay, this is not a scholarly thing. This is just, what is this? It, it's, oh, they say. Well, it says here. Go ahead. It's for male students to critique and analyze their own masculinity and toxic masculinities what? to create healthier ones. So, like, I want to see the definition of healthier ones. I want to see That's not really discussed in the okay. article. Here's what they have to say here, uh, the Duke's Men Project. Now, this is freaking hilarious because it sounds to me like they're doing exactly what they say or they are not. And that is, quote, it is, oh, it is quote, not a re-education camp being administered by an oppressed group in the service of the feminization of American society, unquote. Why do you the feel fact that? that they had to defend themselves with that language is very telling Bingo. in and of itself. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not anything like a re-education camp at all. No, not at all. Uh, okay, I never asked the question. Um, <laughs> why did you feel the need to say that? What the hell? <sighs> I wonder if they'll take any input from like MRAs that are, you know, I'm not talking about the crazy ones, but the uh, ones that actually have like valid things to say about starting up, you know, um, shelters for men who are abused and, and yeah. taking the rape of men seriously and all that kind of stuff, right? Like, yeah. I wonder if those kinds of issues will come to the bear things in, those, that most feminists in this deny. Um, course or whatever, right? Yeah. The, hmm? things that, the things that most feminists actually deny happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. It, it, it's. I mean, the. Or they disease. Maybe they don't deny it, but they certainly tend to trivialize it. Well, they certainly ignore it. They don't trivialize it. They just ignore yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't exist yeah, for whereas, them. Which is fine. They are feminists. supposed to be about equality, so they should be discussing that absolutely because I know many men that have been Well, no, you, you'd have to be an egalitarian abused. to do that. So Because I, I understand that feminism would talk about feminist issues and not really about men's issues. But well, that is a feminist but, issue because it's about equality. Well, well, it depends, it depends what you mean on by how quality. you define, you know, it depends on the str yeah. strand of feminism we're talking yes. about yeah, here, Yeah, that's right? exactly yeah. right. Because there are some strands of feminism that are explicitly, um, um, Fuck men. you know, for example, there's, you know, the ones that want to start up colonizations of just women and exclude men from, you know, life, all, whatever Julie kind Bindle. of thing, just use them as breeding yeah. machines or whatever that's kind of thing. That's not feminism. Right? That's Julie Bindle. Well, it is. It is. Yes, it, it is. is a, it is yeah. a strand of feminism, right? And we can't we can't say it's not because that's just like you know oh you know it's like absolutely. I don't know Christians saying that oh the Westboro Baptist Church isn't they're not real Christians or Muslims saying the terror you know like um, ISIS they're not real Muslims I mean we we can't kind of deny that those feminists exist. I can't and that equate femininity with them though they aren't feminists they are they're like, well they're also misandered. That, that's not equality they've taken the feminist label and changed it. Whereas if well, you take Christianity wanna... in its extreme, it's still Christianity. But these guys have come, come up with a whole different thing. Yeah, but this well, has been around for a long time. isn't actually about equality anymore. Well, there, there has been that strand of feminism for a very long time that is a part of the feminist tradition, right? This is nothing new. It's just suddenly propelled itself into the mainstream. Whereas before it was, you know, very much academic and... 
and buried in call, journals that nobody read. Then you've got to call it equality then instead of feminism when you're actually talking about it equalization. It depends on what you mean by equality. It's no yeah, that's feminism just it. to be equal. Yeah. Yeah, well, we have to reclaim it. That's we do. That's kind of, you know, we have to yeah. redefine it as what it's supposed to be. I, I'm gonna not let it be taken by not this. redefine it, take it back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here because I want to promote something that hasn't been done yet, but the script is done, and that is uh, a video which is coming out. Uh, I haven't filmed yet, but the script is written. Uh, thanks, uh, Chris, by the way, for helping me out with that. And it's about <laughs> questions uh, answering uh, reasonable, reasonable. You know, I'll put it in. Uh, I'll do the whole uh, what's his name uh, <laughs> thing uh, and put it in scare quotes and say reasonable questions for anti-SJWs. Now, I'm making a response video to that. I don't normally do that kind of thing, but this one really pissed me off because these people are clueless. They can't be clueless as to why people are not on their bandwagon. I mean, I'm not against social justice. I'm not against feminism. No. I am very much against their version of social justice and their version of feminism. It is yeah, toxic. As we all are. In the same sense that they I'm, use I'm the against anti-reason. Yeah, you it's, know, it's, and some of the stuff is just anti-intellectual nonsense. It's cult. With it's no, cultish. you know. It's very cult. Yeah. And hey, first of all, I want to just point out we're talking about a, a YouTube video just in case people are wondering what we're talking about. They're pretty again, big YouTubers. Right? And, They're pretty and, big. and the fact that Steve Shives is in it ought to be kind of telling. Oh, but that's yes. what makes it fun. <laughs> that's what makes it fun. I get to actually point out to Steve Shives why he's so full of shit. <laughs> Yeah, but his, a billion times it's been pointed out to I him know. why he's no, no. shit. And he, he doesn't listen. I don't know what the hell. He doesn't listen. He spends all of his time manicuring his echo chamber, filling up the little holes that might let a little bit of light of reason in with, you know, with uh, spackle. And, you know, that that's his that's what he spends his whole day doing. You know what? I, I, I don't I doubt his sincerity at this point. Either he's being coerced somehow. I, I, I I'm kind of getting convinced that he's being coerced somehow because you just can't be, you know, For that who? that in me, you know, like put your like the way he blocks people and stuff like that. Right. Like you, you he blocked me before I even hear? contacted him. <laughs> he, he, what's up? He blocked me before I even actually made direct contact with him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Because I, th but... I think he, um, from, I think he, 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 unf there's some kind of block bot or something like that. And he'll, I think, automatically block people that follow certain YouTube channels. Right? Oh, that may be. Uh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, that's, I think. Um, and, I mean, who's to say that the fact that you subscribe to a particular channel doesn't mean you're not hate watching them. So how the hell does he know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're just spying on the enemy well and it's good to learn That's alternate perspectives all and watch things that you disagree with that's healthy yeah most of my twitter feed is people that i don't agree with exactly like the pope yeah. the pope yeah uh ken ham ray comfort uh doesn't mean you're supporting them in any way absolutely not oh i'm trolling them how, all you, the how time. are you gonna <laughs> yeah exactly you know, how, how else are we gonna be able to talk they're about so them? repetitive and they're actually quite boring uh you know i i, I the reason why there are so many of them is because, you know, Ken Ham and Ray Comfort. Ray Comfort's mostly about how foolish atheists are for not believing all the, the mountains of evidence that there's God. And then he's pushing his movie. <laughs> um, and Ken Ham just, well and, well, and Ray usually cites scripture, which is totally boring because that, I don't know, maybe I, I'm immune to scripture. Sorry, Ray. Scripture doesn't, you know, just bounces off me. That's because you're evil. Yeah, totally. That's because you're immune I'm a to fool. bullshit generally. Uh, and Ken Ham is he'll he'll put out six or seven tweets saying basically the same thing, just slightly paraphrased differently. And so I go, you know, I've just started looking at William Lane Craig's 
Twitter feed and stuff like that. And just see maybe there's something else out there that might challenge me. I'm certainly not challenged by anybody uh, else. Uh, of course, I maybe I'm picking the low-hanging fruit, whatever. Um, no, I think William Lane Crape is actually... Um, yeah, well, they One of the more um, to be the wordsmithy, what's the word I want to use, rhetorically successful of the lot. Yeah. He's kind of like the poster boy of it, really. Yeah, well, uh, not according to John Loftus. <laughs> well, not according to anybody. Well, that, anybody. You know, not according to me, but in terms of his persuasive value, I think he's the top of the, you know, he's not the low-hanging sure. fruit. Of the that. evangelicals, yes, I would you say know? that. Um, I'm always, I've got a lot of Catholic uh, feeds. Twitter feed. Uh, a lot of my, a lot of the stories that I get put on the Facebook page are from the National Catholic Register, and they have yeah. so many silly things to, to say. It's just, it's hilarious. They're a good source. Um, so you know, it's probably, I guess, since we've started with this, uh, we might want to uh, just continue with uh, the regressive, regressive left, left files. files. Well, I might as well continue with it because uh, we, we, that's where we started, right? So, oh, by the way, happy uh, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Well, Ours is white here. Or I should say snowy is white. Acceptable to say. No, anymore. you can't say that. <laughs> Snow is a four-letter word beginning with S. We have a lot of it. And so, We <laughs> haven't gone away. We have, so, we have a, a bit. Uh, no. It sucks. Yeah, it's a little early this year. Uh, what else do we have for oh, regressive left files? What's that? We had the Russians. The Russians. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you want to talk about the Russians? It's kind of Let's talk hilarious. Who's bothered by that? So, the, this is from the Guardian. You know, it's been all over the news. This is Robbie Williams' video for "Party Like a Russian"? It's a mu- music video. Um, it's a music video. <laughs> yeah, apparently the, the Russians are really pissed off that apparently they party really well. Uh, they're, 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 you know, that's the accusation, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, I don't understand this. <laughs> Why would you be pissed off that somebody tells you, hey, you party really well? I'd be pretty well, okay with that. Now that their culture is so fascist, I guess you could say, they want to control <laughs> so much about how Rush is viewed, I guess. Yeah, but wouldn't you want and to be? And free speech, free speech has been very healed in there, like... This is just a fun video. It's it's hilarious, and for someone to be pissed off about it all, I don't understand. Well, I'm trying to figure out. You're trying to figure out the rationale. Who's who's actually angry? The Russian government or the I Russian the people? They were saying something about the farmers didn't like to be. Because farmers don't party. Seeing how the other half lives. <laughs> We we know party. So yet yet we know party. Uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. It's just funny. I thought it was. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I barely understand it. Like I don't I don't. I'm trying to. I'm figure sure it out. it's it exported propaganda. I'd imagine. I don't know. Yeah, you you, you think they're almost living in uh, a party state. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it says here Russian intellectuals are fond of lamenting the lack of a rush Russian national idea. But the country has one. It's YOLO. Even the plan to seize Crimea, while obviously honed a while ago, was executed on a spur-of-the-moment decision. That's not a stereotype. It's a political and social reality, even if songs about nesting dolls do a poor job of capturing it. Ultimately, the most offensive part of Party Like a Russian has to do with the fact that Westerners have an easier time laughing at excesses. 
of Russian new money while ignoring and or glamorizing heedless consumption back at home. So. Okay, well, by the way. I, I, it's a music video. Yeah, exactly. YOLO, by the way, is the acronym for You Only Live Once, which sounds like a James Bond movie. But, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Isn't that the reason to party? Cut loose once in a while? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, because you know what? I was told. Uh, whenever I was visiting Poland, I've done, been a couple times, they said, do not engage in drinking with a Russian because they will drink you under the table. And this is from yeah. Polish people who also know the, <laughs> the wonders of vodka. So this, that's the warning I got. Don't try to outdrink a Russian. Forget it. Don't even bother. <laughs> so really, can they actually be upset that they are not partiers? I don't know. All right, let's move on. We got or so maybe much. I don't know because like look at how they treated Pussy Riot and all the stifling of maybe oh yeah Nazi well, offensive yeah thing that... no kidding when, they, when it, you don't touch the Russian Orthodox Church right even the yeah. communists didn't dare do that so I mean in fact the communists uh, you know Stalin Stalin could never have succeeded without the support of the Russian Orthodox Church never so much for the whole oh he was an atheist well yeah he might have been but the guys supporting <laughs> them weren't uh, good luck with that anyway. Uh, I want to go. I, I hate this the source here, man. It, it's just too stupid. But everyday feminism, all right. And we've had them on a few times before because of their ridiculous stories. Here's one: uh, three ways to help combat ableism and mental health stigma in school. Okay, so they talk about ableism and saneism, uh, which is a, of course a made-up word. You can't find that anywhere except in this article, pretty much. Uh, talking about Wait, mental I health. Well, I'm afraid I only kind of scan some of these. And what, what the hell is sanism? And where, well, where is it? Exactly. If you look at if you look at what ableism is, it's discrimination in favor of able-bodied people. So right. sanism would be discrimination against not sane of people. sane people, in, not sane people, in favor of sane people. Yeah, in favor of sane people. Yes. So, yeah, discrimination in That's favor of it. sane people. So this is what the whole article is based on. As if there's wow, I don't, I don't really know anybody who's like a hundred percent sane. <laughs> yeah, some of us less so than others, you know. Uh, and you know, if 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 they're like insane, like we're not talking about mental health school. stigma. Like yeah. insane is a strong word, right? That means you're literally probably not involved in society, right? Yeah, let alone school. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So these, this is the problem with social justice in schools, is that they take, they have so many isms that it would take hours a day out of real things to learn uh, in school <laughs> that you come out being a dunce, because, you know, but a social justice person, so, which is the same thing. <laughs> um, you know, it's just silly. And they haven't really given evidence for any of these claims because in my daughter's school, they have so many counselors now. I don't know how they afford them. And when it comes to things like ableism, there's... They're always making sure that, you know, handicapped kids and everybody else can get around. So I don't know where they're seeing this problem. And she goes by her own anecdotal evidence from her school experience. And maybe things have changed since then. So to have a whole ranty article based on just her experience is what I see. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I don't. You know, it's not like I just went to, you know, elementary school yesterday or anything like that. But these things have always been talked about in a compassionate way as far as my recollection goes yeah when we had a handicapped kid in the class we were encouraged to not ask her to help as much as just 
at least give her her space and, and be respectful because we were told that they don't want to be asked if they want help every five minutes, but if they ask for help, then if you're willing to give it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure where, where, why she feels this is such um, a problem in schools nowadays. She doesn't really give us too many reasons why, but it's a very long article with all kinds of recommendations. Um, recommendations yeah, and, I feel are already in place. Yeah. Integrate mental health and disability into school curriculums. Well, first of all, there are disabled and children with mental health in the school system itself. And so not only is it integrated into the curriculum, it's integrated into the social culture. So, you know, like I said, these things are treated with compassion and, and um, people learn to interact with one another. It's not a big deal, I think. Support the so voices of disability and mental health justice activists. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Redefine accommodations. Um, don't we do, do that, that on a pretty ongoing basis? That's pretty much uh, yes. code. You know, as, code. as we learn stuff, we, we you know, like we don't, um, we don't. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, what do Catholics do when they think people are possessed by demons? Exorcism. What's that called? Oh. Exorcisms, right? <laughs> yeah, like we recognize, you know, article. like <laughs> as time goes on, we have learned that, you know, people that have perhaps mental disorders or, well, you know, um, whatever, or seizures or whatever kind of thing, we actually have evidence to change our minds about how these things ought to be dealt with. And I'm using a, 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 an extreme example, but as we learn more about, you know, empirically about, um, biology and and you know not just human biology but you know um we 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 learn and we grow as as a society and we're constantly redefining accommodations it seems to me so to accuse schools of being so ableist and sanest well the thing is why do you well i suppose they're not talking about the kids well, i was thinking why do kids need to know about this but they don't uh it's more about the uh building new schools that kind of thing but um yeah mental health is a big thing is a big-ish thing, but not that big. You know, it, just tell the kids where they can get help. Uh, what what really do they need to know? I mean, they're just going to work it out amongst themselves if there's somebody who has uh, uh, learning deficiencies or something like that. They'll work it out amongst themselves. Yeah. They're not going to listen to the, any any adult um, on that. I, 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 I'm sorry. And, you know, as a, as a mother of, you know, she's 19 now, they talked about little else from time to time. They talked about little what? Little else other than um, learning disabilities. Oh, and and um, my goodness, it was like an obsession almost, really. So what is that about? Mental illness and, and uh, learning disabilities and all this kind of stuff, right? Like there was tons of talk about that to the point that it was almost an obsession with some of, you know, Kara's mm. peers, I'm you know, I, I dare say. They talked about little elves. Elves or elves? No, she, elves. she's saying that they didn't talk about much other than that. It took me a second. Yeah. Elves. <laughs> <Elf. laughs> Sorry. Okay. I mean, well, I'm like, little I find who? <laughs> even in the adult schools now, they, they, they have learning centers and such where people can go and get help if they need extra time on exams they work with the teachers to do that if they have any learning disabilities or if they have any mental health issues and, and they need time for getting therapy or something so again mm -hmm. i'm not sure where this is getting the idea there's a big problem it's everyday feminism there's always a problem <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's that's the big th big 
one of the big issues I have with social justice studies. There's always a problem. <sighs> it doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. And if there's not a problem, then one needs to be invented. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Can we it's give like it away my video? the problem. Research the problem before you write about it and give us some evidence, please. These are, these are, this is a lack of critical thinking and evidence based here, which is a big problem all over the place, but especially here. Okay. So there, there's a, this is from the tab. It's a, a, uh, online news source in Bristol in the United Kingdom. Uh, a play set in ancient, uh, ancient Egypt was canceled because the cast was too white and there were fears it would be <laughs> quote whitewashing unquote <laughs> uh so it's not just a thing in mark twain um so aida of course is an opera which is set in ancient egypt and well you know how many people still play the major roles in aida and they're like dutch or italian or or british uh dressed up as ancient egyptians because well you know there aren't any ancient egyptians around anymore uh, but apparently people couldn't take it with this school uh, Music Theatre Bristol. Uh, this is this is their uh, tweet, by the way. Music Theatre Bristol. To all our MTB members, it is with great sadness that we are announcing the cancellation of Aida in this year's MTB show calendar. This is this show was that was voted in by our members has since caused controversy in terms of racial diversity. To those who had concerns on this, we would like to say the show set in ancient Egypt is about a war between two countries and as a result, the enslavement of one country. The two lovers of the story cannot be together due to their responsibilities to their countries as different nationalities, and this is reflected in the book with no comment made on racial discrimination. It is a great shame that we had to cancel this show as, of course, we would not want to cause offense in any way, and that was certainly never our intention. Our intention was to tell this story, one which surely is better heard than not performed at all. So why didn't they do it? Anyway, uh, pressure. Yeah, pressure by one person. <laughs> one person. Seriously? It's a it, pirate. It says a student production Go ahead. of the play. It now has been revealed that students from within Drama Society and MTB raised the issue first. She said it's quite simply real. Really? Sorry, it's quite simple, really. really. Yeah, if you're going to put on a production set in a particular place with a particular cultural context, then you need to reflect that within the ethnicity of the actors. Now, did these people go and see if there were any ethnic actors that were barred from acting first? Like, maybe there's a possibility that they use the people that they had? Yeah, it's did they um, bother to check the drama just, society? It's right? Yeah, I'm sure they would have known of anybody if there was somebody, but seriously, this is a bunch of students. Yeah. We're not talking about... Uh, Something in Hollywood where you're casting, uh, you know, we got hundreds of people coming in ca being cast for various roles. You're talking about a fixed pool from what you're drawing from, and it may very well have been all white. Mm -hmm. And exactly, yeah. so I'm sure they don't turn away. They can only, you know. <laughs> yeah, but they can only put know. on plays with what, what, with what ethnicity their kids are. Yeah, you can only put on white plays. So, like Chris and I are going to disagree on this because uh, I don't. I think somebody, <laughs> like, uh, you know. Uh, Othello, one of the greatest, greatest uh, portrayals of Othello was uh, Laurence Olivier. He's white, but he dressed black, and he's just an actor playing Yeah, but that was role. kind of a different time, right? They bring well, up the I case would, of Liz Taylor as Cleopatra, I too, right? I would see it today. And, and uh, you know... Well, I hate to break it to uh, you, yeah, but so you Cleopatra was today, blonde. But... Cleopatra was blonde. She, was, she wasn't really? Egyptian. Okay. She was Greek. <laughs> she, was, she was Macedonian. Oh. People, people but don't there was that. a time when, when um, actors were discriminated against. I don't think there's any question about but that, how... right? There was, you know, and, and now, Fine. you know, that's changed. 
fine, but uh, are you saying now that white actors are prohibited from doing Othello? That's the thing. No, no, okay. I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying that. But if you have, you know, in the pool of Hollywood actors, you do have great actors who will better match up with the ethnicity of whatever character has been presented because there's not that, you know, discrimination anymore. But that discrimination did exist. Okay, that, it's fine, and it did exist. People can recognize that, but does that mean that we then have to be thumped over the head with history today? You know what I mean? Like, no, what, and you know, you know what? It, it, it made me think about, like, I, you know, again, I'm not pop culture, but Bollywood. Like, what, how do they treat um, playing characters of different, different ethnicities? I don't know how they follow Bollywood. Every okay. Bollywood movie I've, I've seen was just purely Indian. <laughs> There's nobody else in it. Okay. Yeah. Never. But that, and apparently I, everybody I will complain unless you stick to your kind now in these plays. You're not allowed to pretend to be yeah, any other I, see, culture. I would have home. no problems with another Lawrence Olivier playing Othello in blackface. Not a not a shred of problem. He's playing a role. Especially when it's kids like this. Like, these are not Hollywood actors. These are students. Well, and too, telling yeah. them, oh, no, if you're white, you can only be, uh, like, you can only be, it's like, <laughs> it boggles my mind. Unless they can actually prove that some racism is going on, shut up. Well, what do you what do you think, Chris? Because you, you and I have a different slant on, on this whole thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I would have a problem with a white person playing a person of a different ethnicity in, in blackface or whatever. Yeah, I would have a problem with that. Right. But even in a case like this where they have no black kids to play it. No, I'm talking more about Hollywood, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. like in the like, case of a student case. production... You know, I'm sure they didn't, you know, say, oh, whites only need apply. I, th I think that's a ridiculous assumption on the part of whoever's complaining about this play. And I think it's a shame that the play didn't proceed because it sounds like it has a, you know, a message of equality and that kind oh, the, of thing, like the, a good yeah. message, right? The Aida is a classic story. I mean, it's uh, it's one of the great operas. Uh, I assume this is a play, not the opera version, but... Yeah. So people were thus less culturally enriched, enriched because of a yeah. silly complaint. Yeah, it's a pirate yeah. Vi yeah. victory for the person who uh, complained. You know, like, yeah, I won, so nobody gets to watch it. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Way to go! Social justice. <laughs> Shall we move on? Sad. Uh, the chess story? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so in 2017, the next Women's World Chess Championship... Uh, it was going to be held in Tehran in Iran, and... They've been told already that you're going to have to wear hijabs while playing chess. Um, Which they don't mention in this article. Oh, yeah. There's been a... Yeah. So there's been a few things. Uh, yeah. The one I sent you was more of uh, a response to the boycott that resulted, is, is resulting from, mm -hmm. from this uh, uh, requirement. Uh, I know that the American uh, chess uh, champion, uh, I can't remember her name, it's Nazi something. It's an unfortunate first name because it looks like it should be pronounced <laughs> Nazi. Uh, it's Nazi. Uh, <laughs> Nazi. Yeah, Nazi. Uh, let me look that up because... Uh, P-A-I-K-I-D-Z-E. Yeah, I'll just... Uh, Okay. Nazi Pekidze. Uh, she's the uh, American champion and is boycotting uh, this tournament. And so the article I sent you, unfortunately, is probably not the best article, but it is the one that was written in response. Uh, it's a terrible response, by the way, because it's like, oh, it won't promote women's sport in, in Iran. I'm like, that's in not Iran. the point. <laughs> this is, that's missing the whole point of the yeah. boycott. Yeah. If you want to if you want to promote women's sports in that country, then don't require women to wear those clothes. Well, don't forget at, at the Olympics, the, the women's volleyball country. team were, was all 
decked out from head to foot in, in That's hijab. their choice. They didn't make everybody else in the Olympics wear that, whereas no, every the, woman who comes here has to wear right. a hijab. But also the Iranian team was told, you're wearing this. So it's not like they had a choice either. Uh, well, that's their country. So it's their country, unless but, they can finally well, change that. It's their if country. If they change well, those rules, then fine. But they're not changing the rules. Well, I just don't want to see people told you, women told that you must wear the hijab, period. I don't want to see that. Yeah, to play chess. Or anywhere. I, I just don't chess. care where. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's the point that's is, the you know, we know that women are being forced to wear this shit. And that's the point of the, the boycott, right? Yeah, I, I could almost I'm even understand. I wear it. Well, I'm not going there. No <laughs> fucking way. Um, for one thing, you know, I wouldn't go there. I would, I, I would just be like, for for another thing, I, I could have to wear it. Yeah, I could understand if okay, when you're in public, kind of thing, it would be wise to don it because for re- you know for reasons of your own safety, kind of thing. But when you're actually in the venue that they're playing chess, yeah. no. This yeah. is an international event. You don't dictate that kind of thing. You know, I, I, I think it's ridiculous anyway that it's being held there and that that kind of, you know, restriction is being put on. <laughs> restriction is just way too mild a word to, to use. But, you know, so I think the boycott is right and correct. But, um, you know, it's... It's too dangerous. And they don't want to talk yeah, about that. that too. That too. It's yeah. too dangerous for other women. You're, you have to live there for now. You've had to live with it since 1979. You haven't been able to overcome it. But don't force everybody else have to go through it. I feel bad for them, but not to the point where I'm going to put my own life in danger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and if, 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 if they said, okay, at the venue, you dress how you want kind of thing, I would be a lot, well, no, a tiny bit less... <laughs> squirming <laughs> i i would i'm too scared to go there at all period no oh, matter for sure. what until the country yeah. changes so yeah absolutely yeah and they kind of they don't address that here at all it's all oh poor us now now we're not going to have women sporting around well there's all these other problems you're just going to worry about that right now fix everything yeah uh, yeah really <laughs> Well, you know, Sorry, kind of bad for tourism, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, that whole region are kind of iffy right now for tourism, period. But I had somebody on my uh-huh. Facebook page come on and say that this isn't, you know, the, the, the uh, pro proscription that are the, you know, being forced to wear the hijab in these countries, like like Iran, isn't oppression. Uh, that <laughs> an amazing yeah, claim. It's their choice. It's their like, choice. Oh even God. though, you know, like yeah. if you look at any pictures, even though of, they'll get killed if they don't do it. Well, they won't get killed, but they'll be fined. Uh, in in Tehran, if you look at any pictures from 1979, the, you won't see a single hit woman wearing hijab. They're all in mm-hmm. dresses, you know, uh, skirts to the knees. Uh, in fact, when the revolution happened, stuff. was that they they brought in this edict that they must, you know, women must have hair uh, hair coverings, and there were massive protests. So it is not their choice. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been their choice no. since 1979. That's garbage. Yeah, and and that camp that campaign called "My Stealthy Freedom" is from Iran. Oh what yeah, does that where, tell you? where men right? that are wearing hijabs in in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's part of the same campaign. That's yeah. ballsy. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. It, Change is going to happen. It's just going to happen very slowly. Unfortunately, yeah. the ultimate in the, in regressive leftism was, you know, the Ayatollahs coming in. It was terrible. That's That was one of the things. But that's hardly the only thing. I mean, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia, a woman can't go around without a chaperone. Uh, she needs her, uh, uh, what's it, her guardian to basically give permission for leaving the country or whatever. It, it's, that's a true Attending patriarchy. Attending a conference if you're a doctor. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty profound little video that. They yeah, there was a video that was going around. Like, yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah. And but yeah, it's 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 awful. These these women are are caged. That's it. Yeah. Can't even drive. Obviously. Can't even drive. Yeah. There was a time when it wasn't illegal, Ridiculous. but <laughs> that ended quickly. Uh, so that's the thing. This boycott isn't about, I don't want to wear a hijab. You know, yeah, it's not about it's respecting somebody safety. else's culture. There, there's a point at which I will not respect another culture. I mean, it's, it's about standing behind the rights of women. Yes, it is. Absolutely. That's how I see it. I don't see it as a, you know, like, like you say, disrespecting a culture or anything like that. It's about supporting the rights of the women who are, who can't protest this because they're, they don't have a voice. They, they can't exercise their freedom of speech because well, they'll be punished for it. In essence, and so I, those of us who can enjoy it have a moral obligation, yeah, I feel, to use it. Yeah, to give a voice to these people. Uh, in, yeah. in essence, although I actually do disrespect the culture, so uh, well, because, yeah, yeah, that part of it. I, I guess when I say culture, I mean the people in, you know, yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking. Yeah, people, people that don't disrespect. People deserve respect, and until they, yeah, until but they that actually aspect take it of I, it's, but you know, it's not part of their culture. It's part of what's been dictated to them. It's not part of their culture to begin with. Sure, it's it's so yeah, it that's, was dictated that's what I mean, by you know? imams and and ayatollahs and idiots like that. Yeah. And we don't have to respect religion. We don't have to, you know, maybe we can respect certain claims of it, but there's claims that we don't have to respect and they can be challenged just like we challenge scientific claims or any other claims, political claims, right? Yeah. They're not immune. Uh, I think the we main should... claim in the article is she's saying it's not right to call for a boycott because the games are important for women in Iran. It's an opportunity for us to show our strength. Well, oh, I'm so. sorry, but if I have to wear a hijab still, what could... I hate to say it, but that's not really a show of well, strength. And are, now that you're allowed to play chess. What are they mm -hmm. saying? That I can well, play chess with a hijab? I'm so strong? Makes no sense to me. Yeah. That's what it's, it's saying. It's a very sad state for them, but they, they shouldn't force that on the women visiting. So until that, that changes. Yeah, it's like saying, oh, I'm wearing a bikini while I play chess. I feel so empowered. Well, that's just silly. You know. <laughs> All right. It's, or... Uh, we... Hollander, although that would be kind of cool. <laughs> okay, it's, let's go on to the, to the Globe and Mail story. Uh, McMaster uh, studied to examine whether no-sods work as vaccine alternative. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, so so these two uh, researchers, one's Mark Loeb. They, they, they say a prestigious group of researchers. Well, it's Mark Loeb. Mark Loeb. And... A professor of pathology and molecular medicine who leads a group that has published high-profile studies in infectious disease and vaccine effectiveness. So they're going to get a no-sode or placebo or vaccine. And of course, I don't know how they're te telling the difference between the no-sode and the placebo. Well, they don't really talk about how they make the no-sodes. Instead, they're saying no-sodes are homeopathic products promoted as safer alternatives to traditional vaccines they're safe, by they're some naturopaths and homeopaths. Well, they're safe, and of but course, they're not they have, right? Well, they have to scare people about vaccines into using these. And if it's like any other homeopathy, there's nothing in there that's going to make the immune system react to it the way it should to actually get immunity. Yeah. So, and... People keep saying, well, you haven't studied it, you haven't studied it. So now we're going to study it. I'm going to predict the outcome that the no-sodes work no better than placebo. And all these homeopaths and naturopaths are going to cry foul. So it's a big waste of money, but you have to spend it to at least prove that they don't do anything. 
I thought well, that's what these I was were wondering. researched already. That's, that's what, what I was saying. wondering if, the, if the, I said that's what I was wondering if the point of doing this research is to disprove the claim that no sods are. I, yeah, I don't think right? so. Well, and I realized I had myself muted there and I was actually talking Sorry. and Oops. <laughs> muted to shift in my chair and then realized I'm muted. But anyway. Well, let me get the CBC <laughs> story because CBC actually asked the questions that I wanted to ask. Uh, I did actually ask. But I never received an answer from the uh, researchers. Now, I lost the, f I don't want the McMaster study. I want the CBC study. Oh, shoot. Are you serious? I didn't get the CBC study up here. Uh, there was a CBC story. Let me find it. All right, no, that's not it. Shoot. Yeah, it says here, while many no-sodes have been approved for use by Health Canada, the department has said repeatedly that they should not be marketed as vaccines because there's no evidence to back their use. So I'm sure the homeopaths and naturopaths are sh absolutely certain this is going to show they do something good. Whereas, uh, as it, it even says in the article, there's no plausibility behind these things because of how they're made. Um, it's like studying flying carpets, Caulfield says. It's so scientifically implausible that I worry that the only outcome of this, regardless of the findings of the study, is it's still going to legitimize homeopathy by doing the study. Yeah, I found the CBC story here. Uh, they asked a few questions. One was, before we get to your study, let me ask you, what is the current state of research on whether no-sodes work? And they respond, the current state is not very advanced. Duh, duh. I mean, the clinical studies that have been done on no-sodes have been limited in terms of their rigor. Uh, so there have been studies that have showed effectiveness on certain pathogens like influenza, like hell they have, but they really no. haven't been rigorously done. Well, then how can you... Never mind. There have been some so studies... So obviously it was badly done response, if it showed but, some bias. Yeah. There's no... Basically, there's no, no credible studies. Uh, next question. How will your study work? Uh, the response. I just want to give you some context for why we're doing this. Although the majority of parents vaccinate their children, some parents are increasingly questioning the need for vaccination, which is not a good because thing. Because of the lies by homeopaths and naturopaths about And them. because there are these alternatives proposed by naturopaths and homeopathy, we felt there is a gap because there is no credible study that's actually looked at their impact on the immune system, which there is none. There so is they no shouldn't impact. be using them. Uh, just to be clear, our hypothesis is not that these no-sodes are going to, ha going to have a great impact on the immune system, they won't have any. We think there will be no difference. Be okay, here we go. We think there will be no difference between these and placebo. Uh, and that's coming from the scientists, not yeah. the naturopaths or the homeopaths. Yeah. So, of course, we will also have an arm of the study where there is a conventional vaccine, which we think uh, will have a rigorous and robust response to the immune system. Well, we already know that because it's been tested. <laughs> uh, so the context of why we're doing this is that we are, there are ongoing studies of using these products in populations often published in homeopathic journals suggesting a great impact, but no one has looked into at the mechanistic basis. Uh, okay, so so they are doing it, going in. They're, they're not completely dumb. <laughs> they are going into well, it. Well, yeah, no, he I think they're doing it to debunk. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like he, it. He says it sounds like, is, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, 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 I appreciate what Caulfield is saying about, you know, in terms of uh, budget and all that kind of stuff, right? But yeah, um, a, I think maybe point. it's something that's needed so that there are, you know, there is a um, <clears throat> robust and peer-reviewed study that people will... Yeah, yeah. So I think it's kind of doing a service to science. See, yeah, I, I just don't know about yeah. this, the, with this, is this the best vehicle for doing that? Uh well, what else would you do? Oh, there's do lots you can't do differently. The fake then. No, research, I, I right? wouldn't use vaccines for for this. I 
you know, because it's this is going to be a very long trial. I mean, it's very longitudinal, and so it's going to be a long time before they actually get results back. Uh, I think there's you know things that are are supposed to give you know like they're homeop homeopathic or naturopathic, which give you are supposed to give you immediate uh, effects, and then you yeah. you could test that and make sure that you have not just a how do you feel you know self-reported thing, but also an objective measure that you can use, which is independent of how the patient perceives how they've done. Uh, that's been done. Yeah. Uh, and this one is a, a vaccine for MMR and Tdap. I, I don't like the idea of people getting diseases. diseases. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. It bothers me that you have to get a disease to show that it doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. There's that ethical, I guess, I have, a, too, I have a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. the thing is, there's enough people now that are going unvaccinated that we're having outbreaks. So... And, and then I like how they ended this one, the showing that a study in the journal Pedi Pediatrics found children in the United States who use that complementary and alternative medicine, including hormonal remedies, acupuncture, homeopathy, are less likely to be vaccinated. Gee, go figure. So this won't, they will show these no-sodes won't work. It won't change any of their minds. And the homeopaths will just say they did it wrong and keep selling these no-sodes. Sure. They'll always rationalize it. What's the, the time frame for this study? Uh, hmm? if I'm looking at the trial details that uh, Twyla found. It, it don't really give you. It's just it's just a, a registry for all drug trials have to be registered with the NIH. Yeah. And uh, this is this is that the thing. But it's the the uh, this doesn't say what how long it is going to be going for. Yeah. So. Okay, because I was just thinking, you know, maybe if this kind of study had been done 10 years ago, we would have had a lot less damage. So the fact that this this so-called controversy isn't dying down means that we do have to do this kind of stuff, even if it is, yeah. you know. Even if it is like studying flying carpets, as he says. Yeah, yeah. But what's one more, uh, you know, like of the hundreds and hundreds of studies that have been done that show no effect, what's one more going to do? There's that too, right? Well, are there no hundreds and hundreds of studies? There's that a good 1,500. I mean, not necessarily on no-sodes, but on homeopathic remedies in general. It's been a huge... Okay. But they also, when they do the study, need to point out why it's implausible because they don't really do that in these articles when they're talking about it. It's like, why do they have them? Why do they, those homeopaths think they're safer? Because there's nothing in them. If there's no effect, there's no side effect. So well, here, I think they need to drive that an answer a to your more. question, Chris. Uh, they, they, uh, the CBC article asked the question, it almost seems like you're under fire from both sides on this. Did you imagine you'd find yourself in this situation when you decided to study no-sots? And the response is, no, not at all. I was surprised specifically by the criticism from the debunking community, but it's a philosophical disagreement. I think it's important to show with science that there is no basis for this rather than just to just keep blogging about it. To me, that causes the opposite reaction than what they're hoping to achieve. So that kind of goes to your point, Chris. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's two so sides to this. And, uh, yeah, we know why it doesn't work, but we have to show these well, we people that. that claim it works why it doesn't work and that it's not working. And they won't change their mind, but at least they can point to these studies and say, well, we tried to prove that they did something and then we proved they didn't. So, well, well some people will change their minds. Uh, some people have changed so. their minds. Like, um, 
There's been, there's a couple, I can't remember their names. Well, they've changed their minds after people that were involved in that. And now they're skeptics and blogging about it, right? Well, that's true. But most of the time that happens after the children become sick. No, Simon Singh was always always that. Oh, okay. uh, I think you're thinking of parents that that have either lost children or have had children recover from preventable. No, there was one who was practicing naturopathy. And she learned, you know, she went on the dream. She has naturopathic diaries. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Brit Hermes. Yeah, We've had her awesome. yeah, some people do change their mind. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I'm not sure but about these rare. parents and homeopaths, though. I think it's pretty rare. I think it's pretty rare. I think it's, you're more likely well, to get... I think, yeah. I, th- I think you're more likely to get people changing, I mean, changing their minds when, just, when just a child Just like people change their mind about religion and, and become atheists and abandon their religion, people will, you know, change their mind about this nonsense, too, right? I hope it and does, I, but it, it's anecdotally, I have heard show of people. over over and over again. It's very few that change their minds, and these guys just go on and discredit the study in their own ways and continue selling junk to parents and actually bad mouthing real medicine while they do it. Yeah, and that's one of the things that when I emailed uh, the uh, PIs, the primary investigators, principal investigators, uh, I was not acu- accusatory. I, I wanted to know what was the rationale. I mean. Why are we doing this? Since we already know that these things don't work. Uh, and well, it's Andrew in the CBC um, <laughs> story. So uh, great. Uh, uh, do we really need another? I don't know. It's kind of a. Apparently we do. There's arguments for and arguments against. Well, some people feel that we need them. Some people feel that we don't. And let's, let's let it go. Uh, and, okay, anyway, <laughs> what do we want to talk about now? Do we want to talk about anything on the rest of the list? Or do we want to talk about Trump? <laughs> uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh well, I think we should talk about this um, the Muslim, the anti-Muslim posters that were put up at the University of oh, Calgary. Oh yeah, well actually, and there's just a condemn that act and just say how despicable yes. that was. I'm yeah. wondering what's next. This is the second time in two weeks that, that posters have gone up. So September 19th, yeah. 12 posters. Um, well, let's, uh, hold, a hold, Sikh hold, man. Hold, let's stop. Let's just uh, give this. people an idea of what the hell we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now this. Got a clue. So uh, yeah. this is from the Calgary Herald. The University of Calgary investigates disturbing anti-Muslim pro- po- uh, posters. So people have been putting up these uh, posters insinuating that all Muslims are, are uh, you know, jihadists and, you know, uh, you know, terrorists, etc. Uh, so, about 40 p- posters were discovered by students uh, at 6:45. Who's up at 6:45 a.m.? I was never up at 6:45 a.m. as a student. I'm not up 6:45 anytime now. But anyway, uh, that would have been. Uh, well, some people are still up. <laughs> well, that's true. I was. Uh, okay, good, yes. good point. Good point. I've had a few of those. Uh, so, I guess it was two weeks ago, and they were, you know. It's filled with, well, they call it hateful and obscene language, telling Muslims to, quote, keep your barbaric ways in your 7th century homeland, unquote. Oh, yeesh. That's awful. For Sikhs, now Muslims. What's next, Jews? Oh, don't, don't. Are they just tempt them? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah. Don't give them any ideas. It's disgusting. I, you know, it, it's really was, shameful. Yeah, there's that. But there was also the... A uh, student at uh, Mount Royal University that was accosted because he was wearing a "Make America Great Again" hat. Mm, yeah, that's another one. Why? What is? What is it with well, this election, think... <laughs> where people cannot have yeah. reason discourse? Yeah. Um, I don't understand this. At least that woman had the balls to go up to him and and confront him directly, rather than sneaking around putting up posters. 
Yeah. Right? yeah. Like that's just not only is it despicable, but it's um um lack of courage. It's what do you, what what's the opposite of having courage? Uh, Yellow cowardly. Ca- yes, that's the word I'm looking for. It's cowardly, you know. Um as well as disgusting and disgraceful. Whereas that woman, I think, was just stupid and misguided. Well, yeah, but they're talking about, oh, safe yeah, spaces and crap like that. I mean, it's like, oh, well. are you kidding me? That's just, I safe don't find that as sinister as, as what, as, no, you know, true as enough. putting up true the enough. posters. But yeah. maybe yeah. it's just a little bit more subtle. <laughs> I mean, who safe spaces? Come on! I mean, th- this is again from CBC News. You can't uh, handle a hat. You can't handle. Well, light. exactly. Students. Yeah. Uh, the students' Donald Trump hat stirs controversy at Calgary's Mount Royal University. I mean, seriously, it's a hat. Uh, you're not allowed to share hate language in a university. Some this woman that later identified as Zoe Sluser, the former vice pres- president of student life at MRU, was heard saying, "Seriously, hate language." Make America great again. It's a slogan. Yeah. That's all. It's not hate language. Yes, there's a problem with Trump, but there's not a problem with someone wearing a hat. It's called free speech. Yeah, exactly. And she said again this, uh, make Donald Trump... uh, No, that's not make Donald Trump again. That makes no sense. Uh, uh, make America great again means that make America all for white people. No immigrants, no people, no of different sexual orientations. Uh, Oh, since when? (laughs) <laughs> it, it, yeah. it's, it's garbage. but it's, it's, garbage. it's, it's in this case it's, it's a hat get it's over hat. it and it might anger you to see it be assertive say you don't like it but suck it up i mean if i, I don't know the article i'm sorry oh <laughs> uh, you want me to send it to you yeah because it's... did it say that she had been given permission or something to confront him by some kind no. of authoritative body? okay not. okay so she just did this of her own accord uh, okay um, and she's yeah. demanding a safe place you know it's just hey seriously Go to your car if you need a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> go home. Yeah, go home. Go home. Go that's home. A safe, that's what life. a safe space is. Go, home is a safe space. And mm-hmm. that. Okay, so what actually is hate is the posters. <sighs> we take them down. Yeah. Um, and find out who did it because that is promoting hate. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is promoting hate. It's very different. Whereas yeah. the other one is, is just the... F- you know, it's called uh, crying wolf. Language policing. It may, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. thought police is what it is. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate knowing he's like that, so I don't dare bring up uh, anti-Trump stuff around well, him because he'll something about Trump, this, so this American that's election. All that's there, good for. There's something about this <laughs> this election that I I actually sent my ballot in on Saturday, but there's uh, something about this election that has just so polarized people that they cannot talk to each well, other. Have you seen? Have you seen the anti-Hillary hate coming out of Jill Stein? Have out of the Bernie Busters? Oh, you mean um, people are listening they to Jill think Stein. she's the vilest creature on earth, <laughs> and they lie. I, 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 but Trump, Trump's doing the same. He's lying about Jill Muslims. Stein. Jill Stein is meaningless in this election. So nobody's listening. Oh, she has quite a few people up in arms with her little yeah. anti-Hillary campaign uh, as well. I've, I've heard a lot of things uh, that that people would uh, shame others for for voting third party because oh, but you're gonna you're allowing Donald Trump to get in. Like, no, yeah, you don't get to too. shame people just because you don't agree with their choice of vote. That's not rational mm-hmm. discourse. That is that is thuggery. You know. It, yeah. Everybody's thugging everybody else in this campaign. I will not unfriend somebody because of who they're voting for. I will not. Yeah, they say that if you you know vote for a third party, you're taking a vote away from Hillary. Well, how do you know you're not taking a vote away from Trump? 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. In fact, there are, are some Americans promoting the libertarians over Trump. It's like, oh, what's Aleppo? Oh, sure. <laughs> that guy's an idiot. What's Aleppo? And they're Democrats, but they really don't want Trump to win, so they're telling yeah. the Republicans to vote yeah. for the libertarians. Well, so I, mean, I, I have to do this because you know we have to talk a little bit about Donald Trump and what he said the other day. Uh, and and during the freaking last night. <laughs> well, you know when he was talking about. Uh, uh, basically saying hello by grabbing somebody's crotch. Uh, you can say it, pussy. pussy. Uh, I just did. <laughs> it's you, not could even you, the C word. It's you, crotch. Exactly. Oh, did you not hear the, the first, sound? First, he, he'll kiss them. Huh? Did you not hear the sound? No, no, I didn't. Oh, hear. you can't Are hear you it. Playing oh, I'm the video? sorry. I, oh dear. I can. Sorry, I'm playing. A, I'm playing a cat Me meow. Too. Can't hear it. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've heard it. Oh well. You've heard it, haven't you, Chris? We get it. Can you hear the it? Can you? Like, could you even? Could you even video? hear my? Uh, uh, happy oh yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. I just, I just saw that Randy was playing a sound effect because I, I can't hear any sound effects. No, eh? No. No. Ah. Oh well. I was just playing the turkey sound effect there. But. No. <laughs> Merry Thanksgiving, anyway. Well, I watched the the, the debate last night. Uh, Sargon of Akkad was saying, uh, he's a big YouTuber, was saying that Trump won the debate. And I'm like, whoa, what debate did you watch? <laughs> Trump didn't ask, uh, did answer a question. Did he win by being an asshole? He was the biggest asshole? Then he won. Oh, he's totally an asshole. Sure. Yeah. You know, he's always, oh, I'm a gay. You know, look, there's three against one. The moderator's against me, too. Like, no. They're just stopping you that from being, so much. You know, from you know, keeping you. It's like she went over time. Question. You don't let me go over time. Yeah, yeah, he was terrible, Trump. Yeah, he's done. He's done, folks. Yeah. You know what? I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to think that, but um, I think the more. Um, what was the guy that? Um, oh God! I was talking to my parents about this tonight, and, and they're the uh, you know mums of the opinion that yeah he's finished blah 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 after that. But every time that this kind of shit happens. People just let it go, right? And I was thinking of uh, the, the religious guy that got, you know, caught, whatever the hell, with a gay and doing drugs or whatever. And and the, you know, evangelical community, oh, it's okay. He just sinned. And they, you know, folded, you know, brought him right back into the fold. And he was just, yeah, yeah. So That's I don't know. I'm not convinced. Mind you. I'm not convinced. If not, if, you, do if, you know what oh, he's just a regular is? guy, you know. Do you know That's what That's that right wing site. Uh-huh. What? Okay. Wing Nut Daily? They just come out against Trump. Oh, really? They just came out against Trump. Who did? But their reasoning about this is they're saying if if Hillary is elected, the world does not end. Once elected, Hillary can be fought. Her tactics are blatant and juvenile. That's not true. That's and battling Trump. her by means of political and procedural maneuvering or through the media, through public marches and online articles, all of that will be moral, worthy of, ma worthy of man of principle. And it says sick because... It's like, what did the worthy of man of principle mean? Her nominees can be blocked. Her proposed laws voted down. The alternate, the alternative, which is Trump, does not offer a moral person the same opportunity. If one helps to elect an immoral man to the highest office, then one is merely validating his immorality, lewdness, and depravity. So there... Uh. Final straw was that video. Yeah, I think he crossed a line. Breitbart. Yeah. Breitbart. So people oh, Breitbart are saying, was saying that. Whoa. I'm sorry. Think of how many religious people have crossed the lines. You know, look at the, you know, the the previous pope in particular for giving, you know, did help. I'm sorry. He's, he didn't uh, get the. Oh, I don't know, because. Uh, I know he resigned and that kind of thing, but it's not like 
people Ted, Ted Haggard crossed the line. Quick to denounce them, right? Ted, Ted Haggard crossed that's the who line. I was trying to think of. He's, yeah. he's dead. He, he's barely alive. His his career's over. Well, the the five thirty eight was another one. The one who was crying was it maybe Jerry Falwell? Jerry and Falwell, he was crying. Maybe. Oh, I'm a sinner. I've sinned. Blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> and he's still going strong. Or well, I can't even think of who the hell it is. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ted, Ted um, Haggard but, though. You know, Ted after, after that apology or whatever, he—it's not like he uh, faded into oblivion. Yeah, he kind of did. He just cried his, you know. He kind of no, did. He, he was still powerful and not as before. On TV. And Ted Ted Haggard money, after he he was uh, uh, found to be homosexual. He was done. That was it for him. Oh well, homosexuality. Yeah. I thought he just cried and said, "Oh, it's no, 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 no." Ted and, Haggard. And, you know, Ted Haggard. People still threw money at him. Ted Haggard. Okay. Not not who you're thinking of. He's, okay. He is he has disappeared off the face of the earth. He was a another okay. um, uh, mega church leader. Got caught. I'm getting doing... my craziest mixed up. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ted, Ted Haggard. Well, there's so many. Ted Haggard got caught with uh, uh, a man whore and Mail? cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, he was done. There, there, there was, was a line was there. Crying, it was Jerry Falwell that was crying and yeah, all Jerry tears. Yeah, Jerry Falwell was one. He's dead, right? Yeah. No, I, what did he Jerry do? Falwell, no, Jerry Falwell didn't do anything. Uh, you're thinking of Jimmy Swaggart. Uh, who is married okay. to Tammy Faye Baker? That was Jim Baker. He's still, okay. he's doing yeah. something else now. He's not doing uh, Jesus so much anymore. He's doing, he sells this survival food stuff. Uh, you know, yeah, after, he kind of did go into oblivion. Yeah. After he did apocalypse. kind of go into oblivion. Yeah, he's, he, he There was went. one that just. Uh, what is What was his name? That Peter Popoff. He's, he kind of got destroyed. Right. Well, he's still going. He's still going, but he's not as strong as he was. Peter yeah. Popoff at one point could do no wrong. And yeah, that changed. Uh, this is from The Guardian, by the way. Uh, Hillary Clinton opens up 11 point lead in pre-debate poll so she already had an 11 point lead going into the debate i am sure it's much higher now well right now that 538 poll shows her at 82.8 percent of winning and trump at 17.2 it was a slaughter (laughs) trump trump looked awful he looked uncomfortable let's hope so yeah he was uncomfortable he was pacing sniffing yeah he he can't stop sniffing he's a coke fiend (laughs) that's what uh uh (laughs) what's her name um Princess Leia, Carrie, uh, Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah, yeah she Carrie said Fisher. he's a coke fiend. I mean, you know, and she would know. <laughs> she was one herself. Um, <laughs> the cokey monster. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, if anybody watches Archer would understand the reference. But uh, did you see what Trump brought to uh, the debate yeah, that night? He, he announced, yeah. yeah, he tried. This this would have unnerved anyone. Four of his. Of Bill Clinton's accusers. Now he's never been charged with anything. Plus, they brought the girl that Trump lied about. Well, she's not a girl anymore. Um, long, long time ago, when Hillary was a brand new lawyer, and people don't seem to understand that when you're accused of a crime, you get to have a lawyer. And sometimes oh, yeah. lawyers right. don't want to defend these guys, but she was assigned. Okay. And yeah, she was assigned. That's the, the whole point. The evidence was screwed up. She still had him plead guilty, but to much less time or yada yada. So, but Trump went on there and said, that girl is now here that who was 12 years old at the time when you let her rapist off and laugh about it. Yeah, he she didn't laugh about lied. it. She laughed at how the prosecution lost they all the evidence. They screwed up the evidence. Yeah, and, they, they lost all yeah. the evidence. And that was years later. I laughed too. That's stupid. Snow. I looked this it up whole on thing Snopes. Was stupid. Huh? I looked it up on Snow. I looked it up on Snopes, and yeah. and that woman and apparently so- had embezzled, been fired from her job, and had embezzled the, and the one she got that paid was right. Five hundred dollars plus expenses to be there, 
And now there's a video of her making those stupid claims that Trump did last night that people are sharing. Of course there is. And they're like, yeah. oh, it's so hard to watch. Well, she's gotten paid to do it and she's lying. 2500 That's all she got paid? Well, plus expenses. All, all huh. expense paid trip and 2500 bucks, And then who knows how much for this damn video she did. I don't know. It's absolutely insane. And that's why yeah. it's so polarizing because it's such baloney. And then it, do, should we start on everything else he said last night? Well, did you Including notice? Including what he said about Captain Khan. He said oh, Captain yeah. Khan would have been live today if he'd yeah. been president. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, did you notice that the number yeah. of emails I, I that Hillary lost uh, went from 30,000 to 33,000 to 39,000? <laughs> it's like, okay, do I hear 42, 42, 42 going once, 42, 42, do I hear 42, 42? You know, it's just like... It's like <laughs> well, a, let's hope so, but... What an idiot. Then again, too, those um, the transcripts of her um, uh, speeches to uh, um, Wall Street or whatever were, were released too, and that's that's not good. On you know, it's making her look they're bad too. Those, so it's just like they're, they're digging up so much dirt fish. and slinging shit at one yeah, another that very who negative. the hell knows? Everything's you know? a disaster. Oh, it's well, catastrophic. Trump's gonna put her in jail. <laughs> a huge disaster. Don't forget. And apparently, yeah, Canada's yeah. healthcare system is a is, is a catastrophe <laughs> because. We're like way better on the lists for best healthcare systems in the world than the U.S. Somehow we're catastrophic. Oh yeah, that was just an outright lie. <laughs> it's just yeah. a joke. Yeah, on, yeah. We're way better. I do know that some Canadians do go to the states to get surgery, but yeah. you know, bloody hell! If, if you have a problem, you get in right away. You know, if yeah. you have a lesser problem, yes, you're going to be prioritized. But they don't leave people to die here. Like one time, my mom had a headache. And she was in for uh, MRI, I think it was. Is that right, Randy? What's that? What, what, what's, what's the thing you, you get when you have, like, when they check your head? Uh, MRI? MRI, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, thing, I was yeah. right. Um, yeah, so the, the very next day she was in being tested, and everything was fine and that kind of thing. But the point is they got her in right away. And, you know, like, when, when my dad had his heart attack, right away, in right away, right? Sure, same with um, strokes. Kara had There's... an allergic response not too long ago. They oh, had her in yeah. so fast, my head spun, right? Yeah. Yeah, if, you, you know, like, I, I make the analogy, if, if I go, you know, I whack myself somehow and get a huge gaping wound in my arm and I need stitches and somebody comes in who's been bashed up in an accident and their life is, you know, yeah, put them ahead of me, duh, you know? <laughs> They're going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah my stitches are going to die. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, like, the claims, like, oh, about our healthcare system are, you know, it's not perfect. I'll grant that. But, huh, that claim was just outrageous. Outrageous. Well, he's going to put Hillary in jail. Yeah, yes, of course. For no good reason. I, I, he led yeah. with that. For no good reason. <laughs> oh, oh, her emails. He tried to go on and on about the emails. Ugh. And then <laughs> he, he was asked what he's going to do about Islamophobia. Well, he's... He told the Muslims to report each other. That's trending on Twitter now. Well, it, there was also the, uh, uh, oh, what was I going to say? It was, uh, darn it, now I can't remember. My, my train got derailed. Uh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, keep going. I'll, I'll remember. Well, okay. So he doesn't know how the oil prices work. He has no idea what Russia oh, is doing to Aleppo or why. Oh, and, and Russia is, the, is new to the nuclear game Some. Oh, yes. They've never been part of this before. But he's so knowledgeable about how the world works, isn't he? Oh, and he blames Obama for the issues in energy right now, like the oil prices. That's all Obama's fault. I mean, the country, what what do you call the country? Well, he called it stupid. Banana Republic. A disaster. That was different. Yeah. Uh, Well, it was the 
locker room banter comment. He says that what I said on the bus was locker room banter. I'm like, what locker rooms do you go to? I've never yeah, no kidding. talked about women at all in a locker room. I, I, not like that. At all. And I'm not gay, by the way. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just, no, it's just like we're talking about, you know, the game we just had, you know, a squash game or something. It's just, no, we don't talk about that. I don't know what locker room he's, yeah. he's been into. And plus, he's... Oh, he was 60 years old at the time. Like, yeah, and freshly married. His wife was like three months pregnant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was you know, newly married. No, no, no. Oh, what a what a piece of garbage. And people. Yeah, and, and just you know, I, I just kiss women. Like go up and and. And he just goes up and kisses them. That's why he didn't rapey and. Goes up and grabs the. They, they... <laughs> it's just. <laughs> We're all shocked into silence. Sorry, I, I just played the. I just played the. I just played the meow. Oh yeah, pussy. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. Like no, sorry. That's wow. So it's looking like Trump is done. I think I'm. I'm really hoping. Uh, I hope he's, so. he's way down well, in the polls. That's all a big do. Scalia. He's promising more scalias. Yeah. I'm sure that's why Trump. Pence I hate to say it, Pence was kind of wavering there, but he's back. The death of Scalia. Is he okay? was such a, a boon for the American pop. I, I hate to say it. He wants more Scalia. He's a uh, Scalia. He's was... promising. Wow. Yeah. Let's put Obama in the on the Supreme Court. He's definitely mm-hmm. qualified. That'd be great. Anyway, I think uh, we should leave it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless we want to briefly, just, just on a lighter note about the um, blessings of pets. Note. Blessings of pets. You want to talk about <laughs> Just briefly. I just think it's, 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 it's a cute. It's a cute. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't think I thought we were doing to heaven. Yeah. How come just those ones get to go to heaven? Because they went to church. Did they bring <laughs> any snakes? I think they did bring like snakes and lizards and stuff like that too, didn't they? Mm, well, there's a lot of big dogs there. <laughs> Birds. I just think that's cute. <clears throat> Calgary Church welcomes pets for blessing of the animals. A Calgary church is celebrating the 20th anniversary of a popular ceremony that brings pets into the pews. The Blessings of the Animals service at the Cathedral Church of the Redeemer attracted more than 200 people and pets Saturday, including dogs on leashes and cats in arms. I'm just trying to see what other, um, I know there was other animals there too. Cats. Yeah, cats. I wonder how many people with allergies had to stay that day. <laughs> <laughs> we do exist. I, I, yeah, it's misguided, but it is kind of cute. Yeah. Well, they said the cat was nervous until the archbishop came over and... Patted him on the head. The cat whisperer. (laughs) I hope some people brought snakes in. Well, I know there was lizards. (laughs) There were lizards. Okay. What church is this? Was this? Do you do you know? It was a. um, What church? Yeah. Um, Does it say? Yeah, it did. Um, The Cathedral Church of the Redeemer. That narrows it down. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's a picture. Someone brought their dead dog in a box. Ah. Really? Got better after it was. Be yeah. healed. And she says, I, I felt. Oh, hey, I got it. Heal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bad joke. Yeah, that she created funny. a container that held the remains of her late dog, Jack, and she felt more at peace now that he was blessed. I'd be more impressed if Jack walked out. Is it stinky or was he burnt? <laughs> oh. uh, Barbecue. Usually they cremate dogs. Okay. Pets. I yeah. hope so. I hope so too. Well, I would think. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out what church this is. Blessings of the animals service at the Cathedral Church of the Redeemer. Huh. See, I'll Google it. 200 people. So it's a. And pets. 
The blessings of the animals is held in the first week of October because St. Francis of Assisi's feast day is October 4th, and he's the patron saint of animals. I don't want to know if they got that. First Street, 604 First Street, Southeast Calgary, Cathedral Church of the Redeemer. Okay, so downtown. Anglican Diocese. Yeah, it's Anglican. That's what I was really interested in was the... Okay, yeah. yeah. Anglicans. (laughs) Mad dogs in English. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I think we should leave it there. Time to go to bed. But it's been fun. Happy Thanksgiving. It's been fun as always. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) And uh, and don't don't go around grabbing anybody by the... Right. <laughs> there you go. Don't be and a truck. don't kiss them without consent, too. Yeah. Please. <laughs> consent, but do you yes. eat TikToks? Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, TikToks. Both TikToks. TikToks somebody, I posted a picture of orange Trump in a TikTok, and now someone's like, I'll never be able to eat those again. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say TikTok sales are just going to be Oh, well, TikTok did come out and, and have some say about this because they were not happy. I bet yeah. they did. Yeah, they weren't happy. They were not happy. I don't blame now them. Now I want Product TikToks, actually. <laughs> I haven't thought of TikToks until now. I kind of right. like the orange ones, actually. I like the mint ones. They've got this, like, vanilla flavor when you first start eating them. They're really nice. Oh, yeah. Oh. On that note, let's, 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 <laughs> let's end this. This uh, it's, it's degrading into something else. And... All right. So I guess we'll be back in, <laughs> what, a couple, couple of weeks. weeks. Yeah, we'll see you then. Hopefully, I'll get a. We'll put, be able to post the time for uh, our live version of this beforehand. I didn't do that this time, but anyway. Okay, so thanks for coming again, and we will see you in a couple. Good <laughs> You've been listening to the Legion of Reason, coming to you from Calgary, Canada. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast please consider reviewing us on iTunes. Music was provided by Dean Morrison and Graham Hill and used with permission. 